T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco. And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The fan. It was a burrito machissimo. The Burrito Matissimo, come on! Danny and Dusty here, hour number three. Thank you for being a part of our day, letting us be a part of yours. If you missed any of it, check it out on the Odyssey app or at 1080thefan.com. It's the Les Schraub Tires podcast, folks. It's where all the hours of the program go up. Wee! Jeff Rust edits the commercials out for you and just throws them all in there, each hour by hour. It's really a labor of love for Jeff. It's a labor. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> All right. Uh, we start our number three uh, with a little Blazers talk. Uh, the Blazers n- not playing well. Um, really at all. <laughs> Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> That's right, Sam Jackson. Hmm. Um, but say another word. I you dare you. Don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Say the next line. <laughs> um, look, there's reaction, and, and there's justifiably so. This team is not playing well. No. They they are not. And uh, I think what a lot of people are done with is, like, in, when you get when your team gets in a skid like this after playing so well early in the year, they just want a place to vent. And, and that's fair, and I get it, and I like that. And that's sports, and that's really kind of what sports radio is, is allowing – an avenue for that that venting to occur. Um, but at the same time, like, answers are needed for this team if if they are going to reach expectations that uh, this fan base has, not just as uh, you're in the back nine of Damian Lillard's career, um, but it's also after a hot start, you raise the bar of those expectations and, and you should be a playoff team this year with the roster that, that they have. Um, and right, right now, they don't look like a playoff team. <laughs> the funny thing is, is, as bad as things are, they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They're three games out of fourth. And that is what <laughs> we were talking about. <laughs> it's so dumb. That's, like, uh, Denver, New Orleans, Memphis, those are the three, right? Right now in the West that are pulling away. Everybody else, like, if you, if you have two good weeks or two bad weeks, yeah. you, can, you can go from fourth to twelfth. 
Well, yeah. It's literally that simple. Look at Utah. Utah was like the one seed for bulk of the season mm-hmm. so far. They have dropped all the way down to 10th. Yeah. And then they're basically on the same kind of skid as Portland. Mm. That's not encouraging. No. That's a team that everybody at the beginning of the year was like, they're trying to tank. But the flip side of it is, like, theirs is like, oh, yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. Portland's, it doesn't make sense. And here's, I've been, I've been, Kind of going back to my nerd roots, mm. um, tracing all all of the things to try to figure some stuff out. Um, obviously, the turnovers, the most of the NBA over the last five games. They're the worst three-point shooting team in the NBA over the last five games. Looking at season-long stuff across various sites. So, you know, I've got access to, to, to full synergy. I've got access to second spectrum. I've got access to B-Ball Index. Like, I've got all of the things to kind of look at the analytical side of things. If you look at B-Ball Index... This year, Anthony Simons is sixth, Damian Lillard is seventh in their three-point pull-up shot-making grades. Yeah, but that's not what we're seeing right now. (laughs) And And we haven't seen it for a month. But here's the thing. Where a lot of their shots are coming from are not in pick-and-roll pull-up situations. And that's, that's what I wanted to highlight. Yeah. Is that those guys are so good at that shot but that shot is not what they're getting as much of. And we highlighted this earlier. They're missing just wide-open looks that are being generated mm-hmm. within the context of a structured offense that is not a pick-and-roll. Yes. But on the pick-and-roll side of things, even though their their volume is down, Damian Lillard on the season, 34.4% of his possessions, and Anthony Simons, 34.5% of his possessions, so nearly identical volume. 34.4, 34.5. That's insane that they're that close mm-hmm. as pick-and-roll ball handlers. Anthony Simons is number 7 in points-per-possession basis in the entire NBA. Damian Lillard is number 11. They are separated by a excuse me, two thousandths of a point mm-hmm. in points-per-possession. So yeah. they're very good. They do it about the same, but they're not doing it as much as they used to. Coaching. There is your coaching angle. Yeah. So the things that Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons do best, they're not doing enough of. Yes, that is that is, that also be true. And this is where, you know, like at text, 503-250-1080. Um, data doesn't say that Lillard and Simons don't work together, though. Um, That's the thing is that a lot of people have been saying, well, clearly yeah. this doesn't work together. It doesn't work together. It's like... I don't know if that's necessarily the case. See, but I, I, and I don't know if, like, okay, we can call it what it is. People are afraid that they're going to go down the same road they did with CJ. James CJ, and yes. And, and right now, the early returns are, it looks eerily similar, but with just different players as the broad results. Now, not when you get into the minutia of the differences of Anthony Simons and CJ McCollum, but... When you just look at it from a broad scope, you just say, "Okay, you've got a this is this team is not getting to a higher ceiling right now. It doesn't appear that at all." And I think that right there is the biggest frustration and biggest worry of Blazer fans is that this is the direction that that it's careening towards, which is a repeat of the Damon CJ era going back down this road again. Absolutely. And that's and the thing is that, that should be a legitimate concern. One thing that I've noticed, and I talked to a few people about this really last night, is there has been right now the son is paying for the sins of the father. Mm-hmm. In the sense of 
everybody is so uptight about what Neil didn't do for a decade that for the course of four months, we're already at the 10-year point. Yeah, but I I do believe, though, that keeping that pressure up is something that I think Blazer fans need to do. That is a change. That is a good thing. Yeah, to have that expectation from Joe Cronin. And Joe Cronin knows what his job is, and he knows what the gig is. It's not like he's getting running into this thing blind and has no idea. But... In in he actually is the one that has called for this this sense of you Urgency. know expectation yes. because he he is he said hey we're gonna we're gonna continue to make moves and we want to continue to improve the roster and I think that Blazer fans appreciate that and they like that but again this kind of goes back to there's some things in this world that don't happen immediately and this feels like one of them. It, it feels like what we're looking yeah. at is it, it takes time. It takes time to let something develop and grow. Will it work? I don't know. I have no idea. The early returns are that it, it does look eerily similar because what we have is a defensive deficiency in the backcourt. We knew that heading into the year. But we also have been told, look, the roster isn't done. In a perfect world, who is who is coming off the bench as a, as a three? It's not the starter. It's Josh Hart in a perfect world. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yes. And, but he is the starter right now. And there is a that sense of this roster needs to improve. We know that. We see it um, in order for it to be at the ceiling of what Dame and Anthony Simons can be in that backcourt. Um, and also, I think, with the identity that Chauncey Billups will want to play with, which is a more physical brand of basketball with a more structured offense. But to what we were talking about earlier, you also have to have the ability to play to the strengths of Damian Lillard, and and that is in that pick-and-roll game, even even down the stretch, you know? What this all says to me is that, just kind of, now that we have essentially a half season's worth of data, what works and what doesn't. Remember early on the season, they were trying to play Nurk up at the level defensively. Like, be more aggressive, switch everything, do all these things. They saw that that didn't work. Mm-hmm. They tried it. Which here here was my my like I don't want to call this a frustration with Terry, but I think he just knew. Like, why do I want to show you what I already know? In mm-hmm. the sense of I know he can't do this. I see him every day. Chauncey came in and was like, okay, let's try this. Part of the reason that I think I'm not as hard on Chauncey as some others is that they are trying things. Like they're they're giving it a fair go. Yes, and that's what this season is about. Yep. Who can do what? How much of what? And where do they need to scale things back or scale things up? And you've been saying this in in August, coming out of summer league. You said it in late September, heading into training camp, all throughout. And that it, it needs to be reiterated at times like this. I I also think you know what one thing though. I think that it, it really is. Uh, amplifying this with Blazer fans mm-hmm. is the, one of those teams that you said that is pulling away from everybody else in the West, mm-hmm. New Orleans. Mm-hmm. CJ McCollum being a part of that as the p- finger was pointed at, look, this doesn't work with them together. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're, you're looking at, c- c- does CJ McCollum work in the NBA? Hell yeah, he's he does. a good player. It was never that does, he wasn't Does a good Damian Lillard work in the NBA? Hell yes. Does Anthony Simons? Yes. But. 
you you take CJ McCollum and you put him on a roster that is you, more complete. You you put him on a team where he's the third or fourth most valuable player on the team. That and was always he the point. has that immediate yeah. success. That's what it is right there. Yeah. And I, I that's where you turns out Zion you, helps. But you look at you also but you look at Dame and Ant sitting together and you're saying we've seen this before. We've we've seen it before. And that I think is frustrating which is is it the same style of play? No. Is it the same players around? No. But the result is you're around 500, you're sitting in that playoff uh, play-in realm and that is what frust- that that's where I think everything about what is going wrong in this skid that the Blazers are having is amplified and it's amplified tenfold before Blazer fans. Yeah, and that's the thing is like if this was a perfect example is Utah expectations for the season were very low. They start out strong, one of the best in the NBA. They fall off a little bit. Lowry's still playing well, but they're a little banged up. They've had some stuff. But nobody's freaking out because expectations were low. Mm -hmm. And even though the Blazers, I think, did a fair job of managing expectations, they start hot, and all of a sudden, because you've seen Dane play well before, this is it. Now they could really compete, and it's like, the organization told you from the jump. Hey, what do you want people to be rational, Danny? Come on now. You said, like, I've been saying this since this summer. We're irrational. I I am trying to be consistent in this, not only in how I evaluate coaches, but how I evaluate just this team in general. Mm -hmm. Was that, here's here's where, if you want to get mad at coaching or if you want to blame coaching, if in a month they're still running the same amount of pick and roll with Damon Ant, then I'll join you in that. Sure. But here's the thing. Everything that they've done so far this season that hasn't worked, there has been an adjustment. Where and where and when they can, mm-hmm. and that's where I look at Chauncey. Like, is he pushing all the right buttons at every single turn? No, but they're Mm-mm. Chauncey has said this in pregame press conferences, and it's a it's a bummer they don't they don't get recorded all the time. Well, I don't think ever. Um, but he has said so many times we throw stuff against, we throw stuff up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying stuff. Like they're trying rotations. They're trying to maximize these opportunities. They're trying to see like what will work. A lot of what they did last night in that first half. Do you know where they ran more post up actions in the in the first half of that game than they have all season? No, I didn't know. They that. did. They'd, That's uh, great to see. Sixteen here. or seventeen. Well, five turnovers. Yeah, they are, they're, they're, they're aren't help. efficient. But almost a lot of the stuff that they did, they generated good looks. And I want to say they were like eleven of eleven of eleven off of uh, rim attempts out of them. So they in a lot of the stuff that they did last night in that first half were new plays, were new sets. Like they're wonder, they are trying stuff. I wonder how much being down by 19 and just saying nope, we're just going to whittle away at it, it had to play in that. Because it worked. It, and you said 11 and 11 when you were getting to the rim and that was one thing Dame he may have had been Dame was 10 of 13 last night on twos. Well, uh, yeah, that, that was I was just going to say that he was 12 of 25 from the field and he was 2 of 10 from or 2 of 12 from 3. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, he was 10 of 13. He was incredible in the paint last night. And that, and he had his first dunk where he... He destroyed Cole Anthony. <laughs> Dude, he, he... Yeah. He bodied him. He was nasty. That Cole Anthony learned a very valuable lesson. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to think... And that, was that his first dunk of the year? I saw that on... He, I, I saw somebody say that was his first dunk of the year on Twitter. He tried another one earlier... And he caught like the front rim when he tried to basically posterize somebody the same way, but I think it is. Ugh. Yikes! Listen, he's 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 getting he's getting long in the tooth. He, this is you know eleventh year Damian Lillard. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That's a fan text line. Danny Dusty on the fan. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. That is a fan text line. Okay. We were talking uh, Portland Trailblazers, and you guys got your feedback. Oh, I want to hear from Chauncey Wilson. We haven't heard from Chauncey yet. Nope. You talked to him last night. Uh, Look, fans are frustrated. It Mm -hmm. it feels like they are, too. Hearing hearing from Dame, hearing from Nurk, uh, the frustration is is palpable. of of their team and their franchise. The coach though, is the one that you, you kind of lean to in these times and you go, all right, how's this, how's this going for him right now? Because it's kind of uncharted. It, well, it is uncharted territory for him because he went through a lot of losses last year, but no expectations either. Yeah. And I think a lot of what you had last year, we've taken and thrown the baby out with the bathwater. Yep. I, I think everybody has. And, and rightfully so you, you, you asked him, to coach a team of dudes, most of which aren't on this team anymore. Think about the the roster that closed the season. Yeah, Drew Eubanks is you, the only guy. Drew, no, and Keon. And Ke- uh, Keon like, Johnson. That's, that's yeah. the, like, Justice wasn't playing, Josh wasn't playing, Nurk wasn't playing, Ant wasn't playing. Everybody else is gone. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can ask him to do much more than they did with that season. In fact, they set an NBA record with 15 30-point losses. Jeez. Jeez. That's a level of ass-kickery that just we just had not seen before. Uh-huh. But... One of the things, in, in particularly last night, Chauncey said something along the lines of, you know, we've got the audio. I'll, I'll do a better job of saying this. Asking Chauncey about the last night's game in particular, where things went wrong, this is what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, most people look at this game and say, damn, we had some good looks. Three yep. good-looking threes at the end. Mm-hmm. But we lost this game at the start of the game and started third quarter. Is where you kind of lost it. You go down a couple times, and again, you know, I got to play these guys, and it, you know, the starters we just didn't play well enough. And obviously, we, I mean, we shot it terribly. You know, six for thirty-five. You should, you should, you should never even be in in a game when you shoot it that poorly. But we were, um, but we just couldn't get enough stops. You know, when it mattered, you know, to to get on top of them. 
See, and we had a text earlier that said, oh, I've heard him hold Nurk accountable. What about everybody else? He literally said our starters, our five guys that we play the most, that we rely on the most. And I already mentioned this. You had 120 minutes from Damian Lillard, Jeremy Grant, and Anthony Simons combined. Mm-hmm. They each played over 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he... That right there is holding those guys accountable. You don't have to mention them. By, he mentioned the entire starting lineup, and I tell which you is this, something Terry Stotts never did. No, I'll tell you this too. Those players, they've all told me, yeah, they're they're being held accountable. And that that to to me is a coach that uh, he's seems as lost and frustrated as everybody else because it's like his job ultimately is to have his guys ready to come out and and play like with that intensity that Orlando did, because the first quarter, I get how Orlando can jump on top of you. When you, you got a team that young. You got the the, the crowd behind athletic, you with, with Bankero's family and friends. And the Blazers like, thank God we're home. Yeah. And we get to exhale and we're playing. And it's the magic. You can take it easy. We're playing a, a terrible team. They came out, they jumped on. There's no excuse for the third quarter, though. No, especially after you worked your ass off to get back in the game and tie it up at halftime. And that, that to me, is where... Yeah, when we were watching it, that, that's where the rubber met the road uh, for the Blazers. So um, th- this will be th- this will be a really interesting remainder of this homestand, right? Remember, nine of the next ten games are going to be in Portland still. Yeah, and they they and have some, really good teams. They've got a tough opponent. They are tough opponents. They've got uh, Cleveland coming up, and then a back to back with Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Dallas has pasted them mm-hmm. this year. Uh, Cleveland made pretty quick work of them in the second half of, the, of their game on the road. Here's the thing, though. You can't look at these three games coming up and panic. <laughs> yeah. If you're that team. You don't. You can't look at them as like, oh, God, the good teams are coming to town. Look at them as good. Good teams are coming to town, and they're going to make us focus. Sure. They're going to make us lock in. Yep. Because if you don't, you will get embarrassed. Embarrassed. It's one thing to lose – in a one-possession game to the Orlando Magic at home, stuff happens in the season. It's yep. not great. But good teams come in your house and kick the ever-living crap out of you, <laughs> then it becomes significantly more problematic. Yeah. really does. really does. All right, good talk on the Blazers. Good talk on the Blazers. A lot of it today. Just because it's, it's, it. we're halfway through the season. We've got less than a month now until a trade deadline. Yeah. What happens between now and then? is not insignificant. No. They've got basically two weeks to right the ship enough for the organization to commit one way or not to decisions, bigger decisions, grand scheme, all those kind of things. 503-250-1080. Keep your text coming in. Here's Rust, and he's got a Sports Center update. Gosh dang it. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. We got a, a few texts in uh, this one at 503-250-1080. We hear you, Spartan bro. Uh, Pistons fan, Sadiq Bay will help in a trade, and he's on the block. Is there any, uh, is there any chance that that one goes down? I mean, and how much does Sadiq Bay help? I I like Sadiq Bay because he's a Villanova guy. Like 
I, I always like Villanova guys. Uh, yeah, they played defense and they got a little. They got a little chip the on their shoulder. Pee and vinegar. Yeah, if you if you played for for Jay Wright, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much gonna go. Ah, okay. He is six seven. Yeah. Um, very nice. A lot of him is like, it's all in theory. Like his shooting has kind of disappeared, and that's kind of what made him good. Remember yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Remember his shooting just kind of disappeared. You're like, yeah. well, what what is it that you do then? What is it you do? Yeah, here? what is it that you do here? Like, if his shooting came back and his like physical profile and other stuff kind of came together, <clears throat> you're you're definitely it's a buy low candidate. Hey, counterpoint, mm. uh, maybe he can be the guy who knocks down some of those wide open four foot shots that uh, four feet of space that the Blazers haven't sure been doing. Maybe that's the thing is that you don't get that kind of space in Detroit. Well, I, don't, I think you do because they just don't care. <clears throat> That's because it's point. Detroit. Remember, uh, the Blazers are two and eight in their last ten. One of those wins is an absolute crap kicking of the Pistons. He is a thirty-five percent three-point shooter. Which, look at it this year, thirty-one point eight. There you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> which means historically he's been much better. Yeah, he's a forty percent uh, guy from the field. Mm-hmm. That's the so. thing is that he's not a good finisher otherwise. A lot of it is predicated on his three-point shooting, which allows for that fluctuation. So, but, but if you're looking like a buy-low candidate, the Pistons aren't like dying to hold on to him. Like if you, if if the right offer came through, you could get him. Which I, I think you could get him for relatively cheap. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing about uh, a guy like that. You don't need him to be a volume guy really at all, because of the fact that. You got Dame and Ant at and the, Jeremy in in Jeremy. Where when you add a six seven guy into that mix in the starting lineup, he is just he's there for the defense mm-hmm. because he's athletic as hell. Yeah, he's he's got some juice to him, sure. And I think that's kind of what you're looking for there. Is you're looking for an athletic guy who's six seven, legit size for a a, a small forward, and uh, if he can shoot, if he can shoot that. You know, thirty-seven percent from from uh, from three, like he probably his career outside of this year, where he's on the struggle bus. That's what you want, right? That's what that's exactly what this team needs. Yes, not help. So I don't know. We'll it, see. It, it, it would be an incre- Let's trade for him. It would be an incremental change, but yeah. a good incremental change if the shooting came back around. Oh, you can't say those words, man. You like that? Can't. Incremental change. Don't you? Don't. It's on the non-approved list of Neil Olshay words. No. No. Um, all right, I got a. Hey, you want you want Blazer fans here? I got this for you. At least Chauncey Billups isn't answering questions like Jerry Stackhouse is. You know, it's been he, several years since this program. No, go ahead. You know, it's go, been go. several years since this program has beaten Tennessee. What needs to happen to kind of get back to to the same level? You know that that Tennessee is at. I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, I haven't got that from Johnson yet. I've gotten a lot of yeah. uh, playful back and forth with him. Well, but that's about it. But, but according the, to the Twitters last night, though, there was a point where he just said, we're just in a little funk, man. I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it. He He expanded on that a little bit further of like, it could be this. It could be this. It could be this. And that's what I was talking about earlier when we first started yeah. kind of talking about I mean, this about is what's out of context, yeah. but yeah. Uh, he is. He, he like he admitted like they're trying things. And the big thing, and Dame really, I think, kind of put a bow on it really well with the sense of 
yeah, we all know we're in a funk. We know we're not hitting shots, and we've seen this kind of stuff before. It mm-hmm. it happens, but it doesn't excuse it. And he goes, he pointed to all of us in the media room. He goes, when you guys are here, when we're doing well, you guys, you know, you, you gas us up. You talk about us. And when we're not, you ask us what's wrong. And that's that's how this goes. And that the best part about this for us is that we keep our heads down and we just keep going until we get it right. And he goes, since I've been here, we always get it right. We always figure it out, whatever it is. And I think it's there's some cliche in it for sure, but there's also some juice to it because, in fact, they have always kind of figured it out. But this year, I don't think it's necessarily as important for them to figure it out in the sense of like, well, have they though? Have, have they have? And I don't know what that means. When they've like, gotten in funks, is what I'm saying. Okay, but but when. Like and that that's like a legit question because last year they actively tried not to get out of that funk. Well, yes, but I, I mean, last was, year you that was take... year one. This year it's like my question is, well, when when did that happen this year? Well, no, as I'm saying yeah. the Damian Lillard era is what oh, I'm okay, saying. Okay, 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 yeah, it, because that that that's one where I'm like, <sighs> this is this is one where it, it was up, and then it went down, and then hopefully they will. And that's the thing is. It's Hopefully, bad. They will. It's a funk. It and, happens. It's yes. an 82 game season. And it's really ugly right now, though. That's the point. They've lost four in a row. Like, it's not like, it's not the worst thing imaginable. Yes, but like, I don't want to downplay it. But it does suck. And yeah. This is the thing. It's who it's to as well. Yes. Not great teams. And it's in the middle of it. It always sucks so much. Yeah. Okay. If we get away from them a month from now, and they have sort of righted the ship, and they're three games, four games mm-hmm. above 500, nobody's going to look back at this and be like. Hey, remember when they sucked for four games straight? <laughs> we're just we're just not. Well, it's more than four games, though. But I mean, you, we, what yeah, I'm talking about yeah, the yeah, four yeah, game yeah, loss, four like game four loss. To, yeah, like yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's just like it's it'll be fine. Now, if they continue to vacillate with the bad turnovers and missed shots and like the, and we don't, then that's that's why I'm I'm not optimistic. Anybody who knows me knows I'm not optimistic. I'm a pessimist at heart. Uh, I I got the nickname Downer Danny for the Blazers for a long time for a lot of reasons. Give me something good to talk about. That's what I'll talk about. Give me something crappy to talk about, and that's what I'm going to do. They're in a bad spot right now, but the opportunity, it's, it's not like they've tried everything mm-hmm. and they're out of options. Where the past iteration of the Blazers, it was doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah, This team, this version, this staff, this roster, they are trying things. Yeah, something's got to change, man. So if they continue to try things and you see changes... Okay. Try more. But if they don't, care more. then it becomes more problematic. That is true. All right, let's put a bow on this show. And a Wednesday. Um, this is an interesting development happening in the world of college football. Danny and Dusty on the fan. I don't even know how to answer that question. Jaden Rashada has requested a release. Did I say requested weird? Uh, he has requested. He's requested a release from the University of Florida. <laughs> he already realized that I don't like Gainesville. 
Uh, now all signs point to him heading towards Miami, where they also pay a lot of money. So maybe he's just double dipping in that money. But he has requested a release from his uh, national letter of intent, which is rare uh, that a player this quickly is like, yep, I want to call takebacks. But it's not completely unheard of. Um, so Mario Cristobal may have found his quarterback of the future from from the sounds of it. Mm. This is this can in no way, fun. shape, matter, or form come back to bite them, right? No. What would be funny is if Florida's like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that for you. <laughs> and then he hits the transfer portal, uses his one free transfer, and wherever he goes the next time. He's stuck. Well, no, he doesn't like it there, and then he has to go and finally burn a year. Mm. Because that's the way the rules work. Yeah. You get one freebie. One freebie. Everyone then, gets one. Then no counties mm. whatsoever. You're done. But that that's quite the development. Uh, he's a West Coast kid, too. And he got away. So you never know. Well, you never know. The, the Maybe about, Cal found that quarterback. Thinking about out here, uh, there's only two schools that don't have a quarterback right now, and I don't think you want to go. No. I mean, you start right away. Yeah. But if you go to Cal, uh, you're also – one thing that everybody's doing, because Anthony Lucas, uh, the former five-star edge rusher from Texas A&M, has mm-hmm. committed to USC. Mm-hmm. So – Within the last hour and a half, you have had Oregon pick up uh, Jordan Birch, who's a five-star edge rusher out of South Carolina, uh, out of the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. And then Anthony Lucas, former five-star out of Texas A&M, coming out of the transfer portal. Not only are there quarterbacks, but now teams are saying, yeah, we're going to try to get to him." Yes, and there's two more. There's one, uh, like, four-and-a-half-star out there and another five star out there. The a four and a half star. He's, he's, like a, he's not. He's a non composite five star. Okay, there we go. Uh, I think two services have him as a five star, uh, but there's also uh, the other five star athlete edge rusher from South Carolina. Yeah, that is out there. Uh, also linked to Oregon, USC, Ohio Ooh. State, somebody else. We have more news. Uh, now it is. Now we have DMs coming in from Jaden Rashada, two on three sports that are being thrown out there. Mm. Uh, and Jaden Rashada said, "Where'd you guys get this?" <laughs> oh. With laughing emojis. I, I think we're getting drunk on the transfer portal. I do I, love me some transfer portal goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Now we got to wait to see what happens with uh, Jaden Rashada. So okay, we'll find out. Wee! Yeah, I'm sure Florida fans were handling that all very well, though, and didn't overreact whatsoever, because that's what Florida f- fans actually do. They they tend to handle. No, they pe- handle things well. Yeah, people from Florida <laughs> are never in the news for overreacting and being completely insane. Well, to be fair, Portland did just have a man eat somebody's face. We did. Yeah. That's sad. I bet you it turns out he was from Florida somehow. Where, when, why, how, how did I miss that? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, fentanyl, Max Train, ate like a 72-year-old's face, ate his whole ear. What? Ate his face down to the bone. When? Uh, last week. You're kidding me. No. Yikes, That's huh? crazy. Yeah, it was like it was like fentanyl like cut with gasoline. Don't do drugs. Well, if you do, no, do the good stuff. <laughs> Cure gasoline. Oh, have you heard of crocodile? I have, which yeah. makes your skin turn, turn like green, very like it collapses. Your, yeah, yeah. Like, like you're turned green in your veins. Y'all want some yeah. drugs? No, exactly. That's the guy. Pride. That's the guy you don't buy from. 
Uh, Buy from a guy in the lab coat. He's always trustworthy. Jeez, man. You have a guy standing on the corner with That's a lab coat. Gross. You know what? I don't want to end on that. No, you don't? DeMar Hamlin got released from the hospital today. He did. Release, Outright. release. That's not just home in Buffalo at the hospital, but yeah. released from the hospital. What is that, 10 days removed? Yeah. I mean. That's insane. They told us he was remarkable. He wanted life, man. Oh, man. All right. Yikes. Good to go to a comedy show tonight. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jeremiah Coffin. That's great, Eat too. This. See, look, good good, good things to end on. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Are you just thinking about somebody's face getting eaten now? Absolutely. That's all I'm thinking about, man. That's nom, nightmare. nom, 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 nom. Nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't know why the, like, the crazy drugs make it. Uh, I think he said he thought he was a zombie, something along those lines. It was, it was. Tech sign says robot. Robot. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Super insane. Robot. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Interesting that you thought he was a Terminator and you thought, I'm going to eat his face. You know, funny enough, uh, the guy that I bought my uh, fake ID from. Robot? <laughs> nope. He had a tattoo of a computer chip like on the on his temple. And he said, I'm part robot. And I said, okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right, then. And you still took the fake ID. I was in an elevator with him. I couldn't get out of it. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> it's a long story. I don't got lab. enough time. I don't have enough time for this. Mm. Um, Check back tomorrow when we start the show with this. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, we're going to keep you updated on what happened with the peanuts today and the squirrels. Mm, yes. Falconing. I'm not going to become a falconer. Coward. Well, not to end the day on too much more of a downer, but uh, Jeff Peck. Classic guitarist, one of the best guitarists of all time, died at the age of 78, I believe. Oh, again, the bad news. Hey, you know what the good news is? A whole lot of womp womps. Primetime with Isaac and Sukas coming up from 3 to 7. Starts right now on 1080 The Fan. Mm, Bye. I don't even know how to answer that question. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.